0: You ever been in a group of people and they seem to talk in like acronyms and they have their inside jokes and you're just sitting around like nodding and giggling, but you really have no idea what they're saying. You're just hoping that eventually you catch on. Well, in this podcast, I think you're going to catch on quick. I'm Cecily Williams and you're listening to Sorry, Did I Make You Uncomfortable? Y'all, I cannot believe it's 2024. I hope everybody had a good holiday. I know for for some of us that it can be difficult. There's a lot of celebrating and a lot of time with family, but a lot of us, you know, we're we're highly aware of the fact that like one of the seats at the table is is like missing one of our key players. Um, for me, I thought about my dad a lot. I love reminiscing. I love talking about him. I love all his silly little things he did, and we we put together a basket with like all his favorite things just to like keep his memory alive. We know he. was with us. Um, But that's kind of what I want to talk about. Or that's actually what I want to talk to you about or start this out with. My dad was actually like a huge baseball fan. Like big time baseball fan. Like even after like my brother and I graduated high school, he would still like he never missed like a baseball game. He continued to go to all the high school baseball games. I mean he like knew he knew all their names. And I'm sure if if you played in those seasons, like you remember my dad like yelling he would, he would know your first name and he would be yelling it out. He just loved baseball. And so every year for like father, well, not every year, but a lot, we try to take dad to a pro game. He was a big Texas Rangers fan. We would try to take him to a game for Father's Day or sometime in the summer just because he just loved it so much. But the cutest thing about my dad was just like he would be at those high school games, he would know all of the players' names. So when we would take dad to a pro game, we would just sit back and wait for the time that he he would start calling them by their first name <laughs> he would call them by their first name and it was the cutest thing because it was this was the time when it was like it was Josh Hamilton and Elvis Andrews and like that team and he would just sit up there and they'd get up to bat and he'd be like come on Josh come on Elvis like he he's known them his whole life like he grew up with them like they hung out at the house or something like it was the cutest thing and but what I I started thinking about that I was like what I love about that is like there's such a reflection and how you know, my dad, he didn't treat the high school players any different than he did the pros. Like he just loved baseball. He was just so excited just to be watching the game and seeing wherever they're at or what whatever level they were at. He just loved them. And like, he just called them by their first name. And I was like, isn't that just how our father is? He doesn't, he doesn't care what level we're at, or if we're an executive, or if we're just starting out, or where we are in our walk with him. He's just excited that we're, we're in the game like we're we've we've decided to be on his team he he's just he knows us by our name he knows us by our first name yes you know our last name is something that's that's an inheritance you know it's like it's passed down but like he knows our specific call on us he he calls us by that he's constantly speaking that over us each one of us is so special to us he he calls us by name I just love that and so you know through these the you know like leading up to to Christmas, I'm thinking about my dad. And then, you know, like the year coming up to the new year, I'm, I'm still thinking of one thing. Dad knew all those, the funny sayings that you would say, you know, like, like he would, he would always say, got all your ducks on a pond, it hits a run, it hits a run. And I would like, love it. But I kept, I kept hearing that saying. And I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm thinking of my dad, you know, you got all your ducks on a pond, it hits a run, it hits. And so So the people that if you don't know what that means, but it's like you got all your bases loaded. So you've got all your ducks on a pond and like one hit and you get you score like you score for the team. And so I but I kept hearing that you got all your ducks on a pond. It hits a run. It hits a run. And I'm like, man, are you trying to tell me something? Because, you know, like God talks to me in that way. Like it's something that just won't quit. Like I just keep hearing it over and over. There are times, you know, that I'm thinking of my dad and I just giggle and it's cute. But then there's like this just kept going. And so for weeks, I keep just hearing. And y'all, let me stop and back up and say, yeah, you know, like I, I feel like uh, this whole like 2023 was just a lot of great things happened. Like as far as God using me, like I, you know, I wrote a book, I got to speak, you know, like just starting a lot of things. But um, it, it was one of the hardest years. It was a very um lonely, very depressing, a very plowing ground. It's like I was going through deliverances just root things that were inside of me a lot of healing a lot of like um just spending a lot of time with God it was like a wilderness season for me it was just it was difficult and beautiful at the same time but you know like it's it, I was tired like I was like okay we've we've got to be stepping into the promised land but that that's just where I was but so when I'm hearing this you've got all your ducks on a pond it hits a run it was like okay I've been asking like God w- when is this season over like when when am I like, when am I ready? What what else do I need to get prepared for? Like, what is it? And I just kept hearing all your ducks on a pond, it hits a run, it hits a run. And I'm like, man, what like, hit. okay, and I'm like, I don't even know if I can hit hit a ball, like, you know, how do I and so like, I like literally take it literally and I'm like god god you know I'm thinking god's talking to me now through something that my dad would say and I'm like god I don't even know how to hit a baseball like I don't even I don't like and he's like you don't you don't have to hit a home run I'm just asking you to make a hit like you and I'm like I I don't know how to hit the ball like I didn't you know like in high school like I play, I ran track. Like I ran track and cross country and played basketball, but like I didn't, I didn't play baseball. I didn't play softball. Like I don't know. Like I know nothing. The only baseball I had was sitting and watching games with with my dad, and um, and I just I I hear the Lord say that's your problem. You've been trying to play baseball. I never asked you to play baseball, and you've been swinging at absolutely everything. But I never called you. I never I never trained you in baseball. And I'm like, OK, so like, am I supposed to learn like y'all? I'm, I'm obviously I'm, I'm not speaking about the game baseball, but I'm thinking I'm, I'm speaking about life. I've been swinging at everything like, God, is this what you're calling me to? God, is this my purpose? God, is this where I step? Is this the door I walk through? Are you going to open that? I'm swinging at everything. You know, I've gotten my real estate license. I went into marketing. I went like I've tried so many different things and it's just like that's not it. Now, I've learned from each one of them. I've learned something more specific about who I am, but it's like God just saying, you've been trying everything and I've not called you to that. I've called you to something that, that you are naturally good at. Like I've called you to something that's going to line up with everything that I've been teaching you this year and the year before and the year before. And it's going to line up with that. It's something that comes natural to you. It's something that you're excited about. It's something that you lean forward in when you're talking about. It's something that flows out of you with ease. It's something that excites you. It's something that plays on your strengths and it doesn't highlight your weaknesses. And so as I was saying, you know, like, I, I ran track. So I was like, God, you're telling me something. Okay, so what is it? Like, what am, what am I, I don't know, like, am I going to miss it? Like, what do I need to know? And so like, I'm really wrestling with like, okay, God, well, what is my next? Like, what do I do? Like, what, what are you calling me to? Like, what is this thing? What is this that I'm good at? What well, where do you know, like, I'm like, I'm ready to swing again. And he just brings to my attention again, you know, I start thinking about like, you know, I ran track. I ran track in high school and um, I was a sprinter, you know, I ran the 100, the 200, the 800 meter relay and the sprint relay. And I was just I was a sprinter. And so I start reflecting on that and I'm like, okay, so um, we're going to set baseball aside. If you know, like if everything's lined up for me and I just I just need to to do something, then like I'm going to use I'm going to use track because that like makes more sense to me and so I start thinking about you know like I ran track and one of the things as a sprinter is like you come out of the blocks and um I was really good at coming out of the blocks and they're like in the relay races like I was one of the fastest girls in the 200 and, and one of the fastest girls in the 100 and um actually that my junior and senior year my biggest competition actually moved to the the city where I grew up or the town where I grew up and um we actually got to be on the same team because um, her, her father thought that like if we competed um, every day against each other in practice, that it would actually make us um, better as, to, you know, like individually, which I thought that's pretty smart. Like actually that would preach, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. Um, she was good. So we were on the relay team together and um, I, w- we were very, really close in, in how fast we were. You know, like one meet, um, I might win, one meet, she might win. Like it was always kind of like that. And um, But I uh, started the, leg, the, the race and she would always be the fourth leg that would bring it in. And the reason why I started is because I came out of the blocks faster. I remember actually during practices, a lot of the times I would practice with the high school guys just to, to get better you know like to glean from them and anyway so I was started thinking about the blocks and I was like okay so this this whole thing about coming out of the blocks and a cool thing about when you come out of the blocks is that like you 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 um you have a, a your strongest leg is the leg that you push off of you come down in the blocks and you have these two foot they're like foot pads and one is is up higher in front of the other one and the one that's up higher is where you would put your lead leg that you would push off on that's like your strongest leg and uh, see our coach a lot of the times when we were trying to figure out what leg we need to put and to push off of he would want us to put our strongest leg so he would like we he would say and we didn't know he was doing this at the time he was just like say like turn around and face away from me put your back to me and then just relax and we're like okay so we would just turn away from him and relax and then he would push us Without us knowing it, like we weren't ready for it. He would just push us in the back. And whatever leg came out first, like was your natural instinct, that was your strongest leg. Like that's the leg that you naturally glean to go for to catch you. Like if you're you're about to fall, that's your strongest leg. So that's usually the leg we would push off of. That would be our, our lead leg. And so when you're coming in the blocks, you put that leg forward. That's the leg you're going to push off of. Your strongest leg, and the, you actually push off of both legs. But like that's your that's your front that's your front leg that you push off. That's where what's going to get most of of your um, momentum. And so you you come into your block stance and you actually raise you raise your rear up and you're almost at like a 90 degree angle. So when you when they fire the gun, the start gun, you look as if you're about to eat the ground like it looks like you're about to fall. But there's something about that momentum that that 45 degree angle that going in like it. It gives you momentum and you're pushing, pushing, pushing. And then you gradually come to a full stance. Like when you're in the blocks and you're you're looking down, you don't even look up. You're just looking at your first step in front of you. And so that just stood out to me because I was like, man, God's just saying, look, I'm not telling you to even look at the finish line right now. I'm just I'm just calling you to get in the blocks and just go like you need to humble yourself. Get down low and it may look like you're going to fall, but you got to trust that 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 is going to build your momentum up, that you gradually are going to learn to stand. I'm not asking you to know, like, I don't feel like God is not even me. I feel in this moment, like God's just saying, look, you're, you're in the blocks. The gun is raised. When that gun fires, I'm going to need you to take off. Like put one foot in front of you. Trust that I've already got your strongest Put your strongest foot forward and and take that step. It may look like you're about to fall forward. It may look like you're you're going to fall on your face. But you got to trust that I've got you. And I'm going to use that, those things that look like weaknesses, those things that look like you're going to fall on your face. I'm going to use those. And gradually, you're going to come to your full stride. Gradually, you're going to come and you're going to be standing straight up. But right now, I just need you to take take a step forward like I need you to get ready like it's time for the race the training's over the test is over this is the finals get in your blocks and get ready you're ready you're conditioned and so here I am like trying to figure out some great thing that I'm supposed to be doing like I have to have everything lined up I have to figure everything out I have to be standing straight I have to get rid of anything that that I have you know, carried in, like, I have to be perfect, because, you know, like, there are some still some things that I was dealing with, there's still some like, insecurities that I have. And I just kept, you know, I've been working on like, I have to be perfect before God can use me. I have to be perfect before I can make a difference I have to be perfect before I can be influential. And I was like, it's <laughs> God's like, will you just get in the blocks, you just get in the blocks, and trust that it may look like you're gonna fall. But let's let's do this. Like, it's time for the race, you've had your conditioning, like, this is it test is it's it's time and so in this struggle to figure out what he's saying like y'all, I have to tell you like I have to back up so, even if I'm like in my living room, really like wrestling, like, God, what are you trying to say? Like, what do you really? I need to know. Like, uh, what do you have for me? Are you, have you forgotten me? Like, I'm still in this wilderness. I'm in this lonely, this isolation state. Like, have you, did you forget? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, it feels like, like things look like they're getting dark. Like, what, like, what do you want me to do? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what? And so, I'm wrestling with him to a point where I'm trying so hard to hear what he's trying to say to me. Like, I think it's this huge message that he's trying to say to me. Like all of the answers are all just going to come down with this one. Like you know, hits a run once I figure it out, or like what he's talking about with track. That like I actually I'm like, how do I get in the blocks? I'm y'all. I'm 45 years old and I ran track in high school. That was like almost 30 years ago. I'm down in my living room, like trying to figure out how to come out of the blocks, and like God's going to speak to me in it to a point that I come out of the blocks like you know like I'm faking it I'm not I'm not like on a track but I'm trying to come out I'm you know I'm at the angle a 45 degree angle and like I pull my hip like that that what's the TFI muscle like that that I pull my hip and hurt it hurts. And so like the other th- this morning I'm like going for a run and I'm like man I can't even like cuz I still love to run. Um I try to run quite often. Um it's just my time with God, but I'm running. I'm running and I'm like dude, my hip is killing me and like instantly I'm reminded of Jacob. You know when Jacob was wrestling with God, he was re- you know, he was wrestling with the angel of God and he was he was wrestling because he was like actually he was that's when he was like he was a fearful that Esau was coming after him and like he's he's basically I'm going to wrestle until you bless me, like bless me, you better bless me. And it's like his hip gets thrown out during that wrestling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so much like, like Jacob in that time. Like I am, I'm wrestling with God to like, you better bless me. You better bless me. But just like Jacob, like Jacob's wrestling God and asking him to bless him when he had already, re- he, he's asking for something he's already given him. He already received the blessing. Yes, he had, you know, he deceived his father to get it, but like he got the blessing And like, I think like, I think Jacob was working through a lot more like forgiving himself. He had some shame he was working through. He had a lot of fear that he was working through. Like he didn't want to confront his brother. There was a lot of stuff, I think, behind that wrestling with God that was going on there that he just, he had got so blinded to knowing that God had already given him a promise that he was going to bless him, that he didn't have to fight for that. And that's similar to what I was doing when I, I hurt my hip and I was like oh my gosh here I am wrestling with God asking him you know like what are you gonna do are you gonna do you have blessings for me like what do I need to do like it looks like it's dark and I'm like man I'm doing the same thing and I hurt my hip believe me I'm not calling myself Jacob because man like you know Jacob's name was turned to Israel but it did get me on that track of like looking at like kind of where we are in the world today and then you know I started thinking about that whole story and I find it very very interesting you know Jacob's name was changed to Israel and then you know like Israel went into this there was this real battle back and forth between um, you know Israel following the Lord and then, you know, setting up and worshiping false gods. And we see that throughout the whole Bible with them. And one of those gods that they worshiped was, was Baal. And, and that, if you look at that, that God, that was a God of like fertility and what that, what that specific like God, the difference between that is like that God will, it tells you like, it makes you concentrate on like your lack like I don't have this and I don't have that or like to just really concentrate on like what you don't have and you need to offer up sacrifices to it so that it can bless you with with fertility It can bless you with the things that you need I mean they they did like they offered up you know child sacrifice to get like their their land may have been in drought and they're they're offering up all these crazy sacrifices so they're they're believing that like it's going to be giving them the things that they need and it's it's shift their focus off on on the blessings that God had already promised them so like they're they're in this impatient state and then they want something instantaneously to relieve them from this fear and it's almost like you see that pattern still following through um, Israel's walk and I just I just started thinking man how many times do we we still do that like I'm not saying that we're like we're worshiping Baal and we're like you know, offering children sacrifice to him so that he'll bless our land. But like, how many times do we we listen to that voice that's telling us that we're in lack and we forget the blessings that God has promised us God made a promise to Abraham that he would bless him over and over and that he would he would bless him with without measure like he would multiply him without measure and I think that you know like God wanted to end all doubt and confirm like forcefully confirm that we would inherit that that Abraham would inherit those promises and he vowed on his own integrity. And, you know, that that says that would go to his family. And like we are. That's so crazy. We are talking about how God talks to me the the other day. I was just in the shower and, you know, like I can't sing. I can't sing at all. Like I can't carry a note in a bucket. But like I was singing in the shower, I was like, I want to sing a song, but because I have like a I have a large shower and it kind of sounds cool in there. And I was like, the song that came to my mind was like, um, Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had father Abraham. See, I'm not going to sing it right now, because y'all would see how bad I am. And but it says, and I am one of them. And so are you. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, why am I singing this song? This is the only song I can think of. Like, it just repeats itself over and over. So like, however long you take a shower. I mean, I was like, I cut mine short, because I was like, man, like, there's, basically just one verse in there um you know father abraham had many sons many sons had father abraham and i'm one of them and so are you so let's just praise the lord and i'm like okay so then i'm like reading this story about abraham and the blessings and how he you know like god promised on his own integrity integrity and then boom that song like comes back into my head and I'm like what and I am one of them and so are you and I'm like I'm one of his sons and we inherit those blessings and so you know Jacob Jacob was you know forgetting that like he like God promised on his own integrity that he would bless them and multiply them. So I feel like we do that. Like we we forget that we are a son of like God. We we have that blessings, those promises that he will bless us over and over and multiply it without measure. And he forget, we forget that. And so we just go into this crazy fear and lack and we're like wrestling with God. And he's like, man, I already... I already answered that. Like, I already told you I was going to bless you. Like, there's nothing you have to do. And we have Jesus. Like, we have Jesus that was the the main sacrifice. Like, I'm not saying that we should do stupid stuff and we shouldn't get ourselves in line and we shouldn't get prepared. But I'm saying, like, quit quit tearing yourself apart, thinking that you're not good enough or there's something you still have to do to be worthy of receiving those blessings and just get ready. Like, let's get ready. And so, you know, like, back Back to that, the, the ball, the ball, if I'm saying it wrong, it's ball or ball, but I think it's ball worship, um, like, we still kind of tend to do that. Like, that's that's where, like, the enemy still tries to get us to look at our lack, right? And so a lot of the times when we're, we're like, looking for that quick fix or we're, like, we're, you know, impatient, we'll turn to witchcraft. And I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, no, uh, I don't turn to witchcraft. And I'm like, well, we we do because we're trying to gain things um, that, like, that that particular st- thing is highlighting in us those those lack we're trying to gain things quickly I'm talking about like there may be something that, like you're like, man, I really need joy. I need joy, and I've been praying for joy, and I can't, you know, like I and you can't wait, and like you just can't sit in the the misery or the uncomfort long enough that like you'll turn to to drinking. Um, and I'm not saying drinking is bad, but like if you're cons- consistently doing that because you're in a depressed state and you're always turning for that just to feel something, then like you're only concentrating on all the depressed parts, and you're looking for an escape, and you're turning to that or. Or if, if you want to be super, super, um, like thin, or you want to be, you want to lose weight, like you can work at it and you can do it. And I'm not like, I'm not bashing any way you want to get there, but a lot of the times we want that quick fix. So like, we're going to take diet pills or we're going to take something else that we think is some like magic pill. And most of the times those turn out and they're, they're not going to work, but like, we're looking for something and like, y'all all these things I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of, like, I've done this. It's like, I got convicted in all these things or like maybe somebody gets uh, um, like you're up for a promotion and you're battling against somebody else and and like you're afraid they're going to get it so you just start slandering this one person like you're 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 talking negative because if they look bad then that makes you look good and then you'll get the job like there's so many ways this thing like twists and manipulates uh, our ways of thinking it all comes from partnering with that that thing that's telling you you're you're in lack or highlighting those areas of the things that you don't have or that you're missing out on and um it what it does is it brings in despair and 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 focus of not getting like it brings in that anxiety it takes over and And you start making like haste decisions without like you forget that God, too, is the author of time. God, too, is the one that's in control. God, too, is the one that's guiding you in his word. Like Proverbs tells us that wisdom and knowledge that that come from seeking God's face, they they bring you protection and guidance on the right decisions. And they lead you on a path of, of like entering his promises And it's like when you're not doing that, that's where you start making haste decisions. That's what it says that like the wisdom, like seeking his wisdom and seeking that revelation knowledge, like constantly going before him on a daily basis. That's what saves you from from flattery of the the seductive spirit, that spirit that's going to seduce you in. It's going to bring you in. And tell you that like this is the best way to do it. Like you know, if you, if you read that and like, it's Proverbs 2 and it starts talking about that seductive spirit, and it and it calls her, you know, like she's left her like an adulterous, seductive spirit, and like it's going to cause you to worship the negative and worship the lack and worship. Um, all these other means or ways of gaining something that you desire versus trusting in God's promises that he would always give you the desires of your heart. I mean, in that same passage, it says that godly lovers enjoy life and it, uh, to its fullest and then they inherit their destinies. And I can tell you that like, when you step into those things that you were created for and you, you're you covered in his blood and you're flowing with, with his fruits— That's a satisfaction that cannot be touched. It cannot be taken from it's not temporary, like those other things, you're going to need more and more of those anything that's artificially satisfying you, it's going to have to be artificially sustained, meaning you're going to need more and more of it to keep that satisfaction up. But with God, his his promises and his fruits, those are not temporal, like they're going to fill you to a point that like it's a satisfaction like you've never experienced before. No, like going back to just, I know if you hate, if you hate track, you're going to actually hate this podcast. Probably. No, you're not going to hate it, but hopefully you don't have trouble following it. But like when, when I would go back to coming out of the blocks, when you're going in a sprint and you're coming out of the blocks, like at the start, one of the things that, um I don't know if they let you do this now. And like, if, if the UIL lets you do this now, but um, you used to have to, Um, A lot of times you come out with such force, like those blocks will actually move and they can slip. So we used to get somebody that would stand behind us and they would put their feet on the back pedals, like the the foot pedals pieces and they would we would say would you hold my blocks for me and so they're they're not touching you or doing anything they're just standing there with their feet so that like they're holding your blocks still so if you come out with like a powerful push that they're gonna they're gonna keep you from slipping and like there's just something that I love about that is because even in that like there's support that you need and like you know that that godly wise counsel like that you need like mentors in your life you need somebody that's gonna god that godly fellowship you need godly um, council and like, you just, you gotta be plugged into a group. I know a lot of the times like I, I, I stepped into certain things and then like fell apart and I couldn't stand. And I may have been doing things that I loved, but like, I, I didn't have that satisfaction in it. Like I needed more and more every day. And the things that I found is like, it's because like I stepped out and I was alone in those, like I had stepped away from my tribe. I'd stepped away, um, from, from a group of, of people that when I was, when i was dry they would fill me up and vice versa like we need each other and you know going back to hebrews 6 it says it says so don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm but follow the examples of those who have fully received what God has promised. Because there's strong faith and patient endurance. Y'all, I guarantee you there's people around you right now that you may be jealous of because they're receiving something that you've been praying for years for. But look at those. Like God has not placed those, those people in your life for you to be jealous of or to say they got something that that you wanted. Like that's a poverty mindset. That's thinking that God only has so many blessings to go around and they got one of them but God has endless supply of blessings and what you can do is is you can you can learn from them or you can grow from them and you can see their faith like you don't know their whole story or you know what maybe it's testing your faith or maybe it's testing your heart to say you know what they got blessed and I'm gonna celebrate with them because in celebrating with others I'm still celebrating because I believe that God is bringing it to me and it's like I'm just celebrating now but Because I know exactly like I'm looking at how happy they are and I'm happy for them. And I see that joy and it. It just is an example of what I, too, am going to get to go through. And I'm excited about it because if he's moving in their life, what God did for one, he'll do for the other. It's like this. Their testimony is a spirit of prophecy. It will be repeated and repeated. It's an example that God is still moving. God is still operating. And you should be excited for them because he's still he's passing them out. Y'all, it's not like they're not done. He's not done yet. It's still coming. So if you've been praying for for marriage or if you've been praying for a job or you've been praying for a child and you're seeing this happen in others, start praising God because he's he's passing out the blessings. He's still doing it. And like if you haven't gotten that, he has not forgotten about you. Don't go thinking that like you have to give up or like, go into this desperation or that you have to wrestle with him if he's given you that desire he's given you a promise like he wouldn't place that desire in your heart i don't believe for like something that's that's you know, like raising a child and marriage and in a job, those are difficult things. So if you're desiring those things that I mean, that's it's it's hard, like it's hard work. And if you're wanting that so bad that you're willing to like, you know, you sacrifice yourself for that. Like he, he understands that. And if it's taking longer, it's probably because the blessing he has for you is so great. He wants to make sure that, that you have everything in place. And there's there's two sides for it, like, especially if it's a job or a marriage. Marriage. Like he's preparing those people to be ready for what you're about to bring into it. Or if it's a child, that that blessing that he's bringing you is going to be a warrior in the kingdom. They're going to be created for a time that we've never seen before. And you're going to need to be prepared to raise a child like that, that he's preparing you. It's just It's just a little bit longer in the oven, you know, like a little bit longer because he's getting to pour more and more blessings onto you. Look at it like God wants to increase you more and more because he wants you prepared but it's not because he's withholding from you it's because that 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 gift is so precious to him and you are so precious to him that he wants you to gain that wisdom he wants you to gain that knowledge that's going to guide you and he's he's going to you're going to be able to rest in knowing that like hey i've gained a lot of wisdom i'm i'm prepared for this i'm confident in raising this child i'm confident in stepping forth in this new job or i'm confident in being a wife or a husband to this this partner because god's equipped me and and i know that i can love them right i know that i can give them what they need and i know that even in faults that we can work together and that we're we're, we've both been growing so like i don't know it's just we've got to shift our perspective i just you know, a lot of people have different perspectives on a lot of things. And that's another thing I, I I, would like, I'll do a podcast on that on like, why we so um we're so quick to just sh- shove away somebody else's perspective on something, because we don't think it lines up with something that God told us. That's, a, that's a whole other thing. But y'all, I just, I wanted to encourage you, man, like, I really feel like there could be, uh, you know, like, we may be going into some some tough times. But you know all our ducks are on the pond like you know one hit and it's it's a home run for us like we're the winning team like we may have to play one last game we may be going into the world series of of games but you know what like all our ducks are on the pond like we're good like we're we're going to win and i'll leave you with this cuz it's just another saying that my dad always always said he would always say Good eye, good eye, good eye, good eye. When it's a bad pitch, just don't swing at everything. Use discernment on what to swing at and keep your eye focused on the ball. Keep your eye focused on God and he he's the one that will deliver the perfect pitch. I don't care if it's coming from your enemy. He will deliver the perfect pitch and you will. You will have a hit. Y'all, I'm I'm sorry if any of this made you uncomfortable, but um I appreciate each and every one of you and um I hope that this year is your best year yet. I hope that you step into all of the promises that you've been standing for. I hope that you see Um, the table set in front of your enemies. And I hope that you enjoy the fruits that are laid out before you. And I hope that you're not distracted by anything that's going around that will pull you to want to have a quick fix or keep your eye off of of the Lord. And um, just go forth and know that um, more and more blessings upon blessings are coming. Anyway, love you. Have a great week.